0: Do you ever wonder who you are how you came to be the person that you are i remember once it was probably like seventh grade i didn't like billy idol and he was kind of a big thing at the time he had his couple of pop songs which were fine but i remember having a conversation with somebody about how i didn't like billy idol and then my sister my older sister came in she's four years older and was talking about how much she liked billy idol and then all of a sudden i remember like a shift in my brain of having the permission to like Billy Idol or the influence to have like Billy Idol and then I became a Billy Idol fan it was just the weirdest moment where I obviously still remember it today and remember the mind shift where I had an opinion I had a thought I had a viewpoint and because of my sister it just changed and I'm vegan now and I remember I influenced a friend of mine who started eating healthier and then went vegan, and then I read Scott Jurek's book, who's a vegan ultra runner, and, or no, Rich Roll's book first, I read Rich Roll's book, um, about being a vegan, or going vegan and becoming an ultra athlete, and then I went vegan, and I had the influence from my friend who did it, and then I had Rich Roll's book, and then I kind of, like, went down this path, and then all these influences started coming in about being vegan, and the health benefits of being vegan, and why I'm vegan, and then, that kind of just became who I was like that. That was me. I was defined by this veganism now. And it is, it's not that I choose, like I just eat the way I eat, but, and I'm happy to talk about it with people and, um, share that knowledge, but that's not the point right now. It's just these influences that led me down this path that led me to believe the things I believe now created a vegan person. And right around the time my daughter was born, um, I read this book, Wheat Belly, and so that kind of, and my mom has legit celiac disease, so she's, she was gluten-free a long time ago, so I kind of knew about that, knew like it wasn't just a hipster thing, there's actually people that have this disease. And so then that influenced me, so those were, these were things that were in my daughter's life from birth. And I talked about uh, the whole stoic thing, or I wrote about it, talked about it, wrote about it, I don't know. But anyway... So that's an influence in my daughter's life. But um, keeping on track here, so my daughter knew about being gluten-free and what that meant and not eating these products for whatever reason. And again, they're still I'm still reading and kind of learning and taking in information about how to handle that. And honestly, I would love to go down that rabbit hole. I'm just not going to do that to you right now because that's not the point but uh anyway so we made a friend and the mom had identified her daughter as having celiac disease so she was gluten-free and my daughter just knew who that was or knew what that was sorry and it was just not a thing and it was like that thing where the mom was a very confident mom a very good mom but it was also kind of that hesitant moment you could see where she talked about how she doesn't let her daughter eat gluten it was like well am I going to get labeled as a hipster mom am I going to get told by these people like How bad that is for her blah 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 and i believe that was one of our connection points because just never it just that was it like and then we i knew then that she was aware of things and later we would talk about food and health and stuff but at the moment it was just that was it it was just not identified or responded to and i think that was a huge connection point for us but anyway so my daughter's aware of these things and they form her opinions or her person or who she is And out of the many things I appreciate about my daughter and having a daughter and becoming a father and starting the blog and the podcast and everything is reading about how to be a better father. And that's not just the title of my blog and podcast. It's literally, I got that title because that's what I've been trying to be since day one is I've been trying to be a better father. But with trying to be a better father, I've also come to realize it's making me a better person and making me think more through who I am as a person or why I am as a person. And one of the many arguments and debates I had with the ex was our daughter's sleep and how important that is. And it was just, just thought I was crazy. But the more I read, parents.com, there's a book, uh, Why We Sleep. The sleep our children get, the sleep we got as children, influences brain activity, uh, school success, obesity. I mean from these early ages developing patterns making sure they understand the importance of sleep and making sure they get it have lifelong ramifications and repercussions on them and and to think that the person I am today or the struggles I may have had or issues I had growing up could have been or I'm not going to say could have been were directly related to ways that I did or did not get good sleep or the food that my parents fed me. And again, luckily I was, I was lucky to have healthy parents, but for the most part, I mean, sugar sorta uh, snuck up on us there and people thought like, oh, this is healthy and turned out it used to be again, whole other podcast. It's more about how we are, who we are. And so I sit around and I think about like reading and why I like to read so much. And it was just, it was important to my mom and I always felt so stupid as a kid and so I, I steered away from things that people s- that were associated with being smart so I wouldn't read because I was a dumb kid because smart kids read not dumb kids like it was just that's the way it was so when my mom and I had trouble communicating that to my mom and you know after years of reflection decades of reflection it was an insecurity of like I can't read I don't get to read because I'm not smart and my mom I don't know what she knew or didn't know or why but She actually tricked me into reading one time, which I don't know if I've ever told that story or not. I won't bore you with it right now. But she tricked me into reading and then created a lifelong lover of books, audiobooks, podcasts, talking about books, 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 writing, all these things. But it was also that influence that somebody, being my mom, took a special interest in me in at an early age of making sure I read and which also influenced me with my daughter of reading to her non-stop to make sure she read keeping her away from screens not being influenced by these things and again that's a whole other topic and debate and conversation but and now and again outside of not with me influences and when she does get with me after not being in our house like she just needs to decompress and she'll just read and curl up and I lose time with her for that but again not the point of this conversation, it's just little tidbits of information that sprinkle in the differences that I see. So anyway, I'm sitting here, I'm drinking, and it's just, it's funny when you look, if you actually look at your life, if you actually look at what you have or why you have it or what you read, you read a book that talks about how you need to have it all, and if you don't have the most money and the most toys and the biggest house, then you have failed. If your parents can't point at you and say, look at their car, look at their house, look at how successful my kid is, then something went wrong versus being able to look and say, like, my kid eats healthy, he can still run a ultra marathon at almost fifty. He loves to read books, and instead of grinding a clock for somebody else to become rich, he does what he has to do to take be the best father he can be, to take care of his daughter the best he can to get the most, maximize the most time he can with her, and be the most successful parent, father, teacher inspiration example to his daughter just isn't on the table like and again I'm not saying this is a negative thing or whatever it's just these influences that I've had to push against and even going into the divorce stuff like that was something I had to push against of so I want to be a good father I won't comment on the other person but and it was just like well cool but and it was like well what do you mean but like shouldn't that be all that matters no no what's your money what's your job status what's this what's that and it's like well (laughs) all of that stuff will be taken care of anyway i'm rambling and getting off here so getting off topic but i say that because that stuff matters and that stuff has influenced the choices and things that i've done in the last two years of what i said or didn't say or how i tried to parent my daughter how i had to work against negatives that are happening to her that other people don't see as negatives and blah, blah, blah. And so as I do this stuff, as I learn this stuff, I share it with my daughter much of the time. Sweetie, this is why I make sure you get to bed on time. This is why I make sure you get sleep. Like literally this helps your school performance. Literally this can affect you throughout the rest of your life by not getting good sleep today. And, you know, again, it's an eight year old who's like, Ooh, I don't have to go to sleep and can eat all the sugar I want somewhere else. Well, that's hard to push against but all i can do is kind of lay that foundation and that groundwork but it's also made me calmer it's made me look and read more and it's made me see the benefits of the choices that have been and are being made to solidify that and again something else somewhere else someone else who has different influences and different voices in their head is doing something different and it's weird to be living in a situation where you can literally see it happening in real time unfortunately for my daughter like with two completely polar opposite opinions so as 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 this started out uh just what makes us the person that we are what makes us make the choices we make today what makes us react in a certain way what makes us do or not do something or say or not say something or apologizing to my daughter when i make a mistake like that just wasn't anything I learned or knew intuitively. I read about the benefits of doing that, and so then that influenced my parenting from that point forward. Where it's like, oh, I overreacted, or oh, I raised my voice, and you know, sitting down and explaining it to her—it doesn't always make it right, doesn't always correct the issue, whatever it is. But when I would do those things and talk to her about it, it was like, this is why. And 99% of the time, it was you know, my fault or. I overreacted or whatever, but then they can learn that. So then, down the line, when they see somebody raise their voice or overreact, it's not just like, oh, I'm in trouble, or oh, I did something wrong. It's like, what's going on with this person? Why did they overreact? Why did they raise their voice? And I've had my daughter do that, where, you know, something will happen, and I'll just say, hey, I'm sorry, this is the end result. I just bought this new blank. You broke it right away. I got frustrated. At the end of the day, it's just a thing, but I was frustrated it got broke right away. So... It's just... Dad doesn't get to have new things, which is actually something else that has influenced me because then I start to see, like, what really matters. A new thing or spending time with my daughter. A new thing that could potentially get broke or time with my daughter. Like, if I'm punishing her, yelling at her, creating these rifts because of a thing, then that's influencing who she is. That's influencing how she sees things. That's influencing nice things, bad things, whatever. And... Like, even this morning, my cat broke this blue flash. It's a little symbol of the flash symbol from DC Comics. Cat did a stupid jump this morning, being annoying. I'm trying to get a little extra sleep. Knocks it off the shelf, breaks it. And I took the cat, put him in my daughter's room, and shut the door. I was just like, I'm pissed. (laughs) Like You woke me up. You did these things. You knocked over a full glass of water. i got to go clean all this stuff up now. So I went from zero to 60 this morning. But it's not like I screamed at the cat. It's not like I threw it against a wall or anything. I picked it up, put it in my daughter's room, one, because there was broken glass, and two, I was just like, I need a minute to clean this up, be upset, and then just realize it was a stupid glass. I have way too many glasses. I threw it away, and I moved on. And I don't know what my reaction would have been two years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I just know what my reaction is now, and I appreciate that reaction better than any other reaction I could have, is to just realize it's a cup. It was a cool cup but it's just a cup. I have so many cups. And when you start to break down and view things through a different lens or try to figure out why you're reacting the way you are. And it's like, and again, this all started for me just kind of like being like, why am I the way I am? Why am I making the choices I'm making? How can I make better choices in situations where I want to make better choices? How am I really happy with the choices I'm making now that are going well? Like, Uh, Yeah, I could so rabbit hole on all these different things, but I think it's good. And the point of all of this is like one being a father and wanting to be a better father has really helped me be a better person has really helped me be a better citizen, a better worker, a better friend, like all of these things. Even now, I said something stupid talking to a friend last night, and I caught myself because I saw that I was starting to, like, get upset and veer off on a topic that didn't need to be discussed with this person, didn't have anything to do with it. Probably minimally insulted this person, unfortunately. But I I saw it and I caught it instead of, like, just being blindly just saying stupid stuff and then hanging up and leaving that person being like, well, thanks, you were mad at X and made me feel like crap, so appreciate it. But I was aware, and I could say, ah, sorry. I get upset about this topic and let's end it. Like, that's just it. Let's end it. Um, but to recognize that and see that, like that's growth. That is not me three years ago. That's probably not me two years ago. And so it's just, it's interesting to see these things or see these patterns or see how, what we say, what we do, how we react. And again, it goes back to being in that example at the end of the day, being a positive good example because when you look at some of the bads in the world when you wonder why somebody could be x y or z if that's what they were taught if that's all they know if that's how they were brought up yeah you can be like oh you should know better think better like even now as i go through all this stuff i'm like what do i get wrong what am i saying stupidly what do i say ignorantly what do i say that could be said better what do i say like i made a a comment where uh, a coworker worker and a non- judgy way in a non-crappy way in a non-whatever way said you know that's considered racist now and again it was just one of those things you grew up saying and I won't repeat it here and you know in case and I was just like yeah as it was coming out of my mouth I actually wondered if that was like had bad origins and she was like yeah and I was like okay thank you and there was no stupidness there was no and she got defensive because I responded to it but I was like no thank you like I'd rather you point that out And then me be able to put that on my list of knowledge and not say it in company with somebody who would take it differently. I just said, thank you. And it was kind of weird, because I think she kept waiting for me to like overreact or get defensive or something. I was like, No, just thank you, period, end of story, thank you. You educated me, you helped me. But I do know a version of me that would have got defensive. There is a version of me that would have called up a friend and been like, oh my God, she's so stupid, or got on this podcast, ignorantly saying like, can you believe this, blah, blah, blah and instead it was just like no thank you and it was just like and I even remember again not like patting myself on the back just being like oh my gosh like that was the right reaction and I love collecting bits of in like I don't know how to say this quite right but I like collecting it when people say or do a good thing or a right thing well I had this friend who uh had a little kid come up to her and say something about her mask being pretty or whatever and then she like relayed the story about how she got down to the kids level and said well your mask is so gorgeous and just blah blah and I was just like that is such an amazing reaction like you could just say thank you you could move on but this kid had the wherewithal the audacity the inspiration whatever to say something to this stranger about how pretty their mask was and then her reaction to this kid was just like oh my god this am-. and I was just literally like I hope if that happened to me I would have that reaction because that is the exact right reaction to have. And if it sounds kind of cheesy or a one-off, like for this kid to do that, if the person had been like, shut up, kid, or all oh, thanks and moved on, the kid's like, oh, okay, okay, well, they had a nice man. Like, but to give that, that back and forth to the kid to get down on their level and kneel to that, I was just like, oh my God, it was so amazing. And I love collecting the little pieces because then that changes the behavior of noticing these things and then saying, if I ever have a similar situation where somebody says something complimentary, this is a better way to handle it than getting awkward and saying thank you or you know kind of ignoring it out of awkwardness or whatever. So anyway, the whole point of this is thinking about why you are the way you are, what things that maybe you could do differently or better. Um, And I will just tell one, so I don't like the pay it forward, buying coffee at Starbucks for the person behind you thing because yeah, I get it's cool, I get it's a connection But you're buying coffee for somebody that can afford to buy coffee, theoretically speaking. Maybe, you know, you now have to buy a $12 coffee when you could only afford a cup of coffee. But, you know, take all this stuff out of it. It's met with a good thing. But instead of doing that, uh, I went to a coffee shop one day with a friend. And it was like later at night. And I bought myself a drink. And I bought somebody sitting at a table who was obviously homeless a coffee and just walked over and set it down to him. I don't need to start a line. I don't need the people saying like oh like this guy bought that it was just like here you go and i set it down and i tried to do it in a way that he didn't notice and when we left the guy who had given the coffee was like thanks man that meant a lot and i think i bought him like a little treat or something too and my buddy was like is that a friend of yours and i was just like no like and i'm only telling this story now because there are just these moments that if you think about things if you don't just let life happen if you don't just kind of go through life doing x y or z But think about why you're reacting the way you are. Think about why you do or don't like something. Think about why you're saying this or that or responding in this or that way. And if you don't like it or it doesn't feel good or you think you could do it better, try to find a better and try to think of it in a different way. And if you're buying in a line of people at Starbucks, buying coffee for each other, whatever, say, just so you know, I'm ending the line. I'm buying one extra coffee and I'm going to give it to the guy sitting outside. And that's it. Like, nobody could get mad at you for it and they'd be like, oh, you broke our line of 50 people. Like, yeah, I get it. But that guy can afford a coffee behind me. The guy out on the street, it might make a nice little bonus to him for his day or whatever. Um, or even say, like, hey, give me extra change. You know, break up my five. I'm going to go give him a couple bucks. I'm going to go give him a fiver. And instead of buying this guy a $5 coffee behind me, I'm giving it to the guy outside. The guy or girl. The person outside. And that's why I'm breaking this line. And they'd just be like, oh. Okay. Like, you just can't get mad at that, I don't think. I mean, you could. I can't do other people's reactions. But anyway, so I figured out why that bugged me. And then I tried to do something to correct it in a situation where I was in a situation to correct it. And it was by somebody else who couldn't afford a coffee a coffee. Uh, Anyway, that's about all I got right now. Thank you for listening. Um, Keep trying to figure it out. Like, the more you think, the more you react, the more you can explain these things. Like, I okay I was just getting ready to say goodbye but I'm gonna a little bit longer part of the reason I do this is I would love to know who my parents were I would the the good the bad the ugly the dirty I'd love to know about how the divorce happened why it happened I mean I've heard folklore of crazy stuff with my parents you know but it's like one I've made notes throughout this too I have all the documentation from the court proceedings and so if my daughter ever wants to know what really happened there's a literally a paper trail of how this went and how dad didn't get some of these things that he thought was beneficial for her, how he had to concede here blah 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 but if she ever wants to know like that's not he said she said it's like here's the literal paperwork and also like i would love to know who my parents are i would love to know my mom's motivations i would love to know like, literally, like, if you weren't in love with my dad and you just were trying to get laid one night or got drunk and got laid or just having fun and got laid and ended up with a kid and then ended up with this person for a few... Like, I want to know that stuff because they're human and we, we tend to put people on a pedestal or whatever. And so, as as I work through these things, as I talk to my daughter, you know, obviously age appropriate, but I also don't dumb down who I am. I don't I don't hide who I am. I don't mask it. I don't try to make her... But like I remember once, um, and I've said this before, I think probably season one, but we were driving around my ex and I one day before our daughter was born and she made a comment about how dads know everything and, you know, dads have to do this or that. And I was like, oh, then I mean, obviously (laughs) this was a shot show from go, but I was like, oh, then you're with the wrong person because my daughter's not going to be messed up like that thinking her dad, who is obviously wrong about a lot of stuff. Is going to go around and make her think he's right or put this pressure influence on her especially when she starts to see that i'm wrong on stuff or starts forming her own opinions that differ from mine or whatever that somehow she's pushing against the patriarchy because my dad knew this my dad told me this this is how it is i show her things i teach her things i read to her off things on the internet when she wants to know why mom doesn't see sleep the way i do here it is sweetie she can do whatever she wants, but I'm doing it based off what I think is best for you. And this is where it comes from, not just because I'm like, yeah, whatever kid doesn't need to go to sleep or ah, the kid does need to go to sleep. It's like, here's the proof of why I make these choices. Same thing with sugar, same thing with this, same thing with like, these are why I make these choices. Now I could turn out to be wrong in five years or 10 years. And I tell her that I'm like, I'm going off what I have now, what I am telling you, what I am teaching you, what I am basing my choices off of is here. Now in five years, something new comes out that's open to change and then I will say okay I did the best I could with what I had not because I was being influenced by somebody else not because I was trying to do x y or z it was like I had the information I had and I based my literally based choices off parenting you from the information that I was told was best for you at that time and again within reason I do read some stuff or whatever I'm like yeah that one's not for us but again it's also individuals personalities family types blah 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 um so anyway I think it's important and I think it's interesting to know these things and I think it's interesting to share these things and I think making sure our children know we're people is a good thing. So I'm starting to like ramble and lose my uh, thought process but I just really wanted to get that out. I wanna share that with you and um, I hope, again, everything I do here, everything I say here is in the hopes that it helps or in hopes that it gives you something to think about in hopes that it kind of sparks something in you with the way you interact with your boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, children, yourself, the person in line at Starbucks, the cashier checking you out at Starbucks like there's just so many opportunities where we could just be a little better or we could just be a little different or we could just be a little nicer or we could just be a little more aware of the people existing in the world around us and and yeah I uh yeah I'm gonna go because I keep rambling but um thank you for listening have a great day goodbye